0: Hey there, it's Kay. And Matt. We just want to let you know we're silly fucks. And this is completely made up.
1: Yeah, so don't take anything we
0: say seriously. At all. We're not licensed therapists. We're not licensed counselors. We're not even good people. Just kidding. We are... (laughs) Improvisers. We're improvisers, which means we've wasted our lives.
1: Yeah, and we're about to waste some of yours. So hope you enjoy. Thanks. Bright Acres Resource Fellowship. Come change your life today. Well, I want to welcome you here to the Bright Acres Resource Fellowship. I am Dr. Gary Borge. Thank you, Doctor. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome, and I'm so excited to have you here. I hope you're comfortable. I'm excited to be here. I
0: love media.
1: You love love it. it. Media. I love exposing fakes. Well, Well, you know, here at the Bright Acres Resource Fellowship, or BEAR, as we like to call it, we're into exposing the fakes of your soul. We don't want you to be fake. We want you to be real to yourself. And to others. Oh, I'm real.
0: I'm the realest there is. I tell the truth to all the
1: people of New York. That's really good. I mean, all the people of New York. So, so that's great. So so well, let's let's kind of start from here. What brings you in today? Well, I've really been dealing with that fake Spider-Man,
0: and I'm just sick and tired of the way he spreads his lies around
1: the city. I see I see. Well, you know, Spider Man, you know I. You're I, a menace if you're listening. I I I see I see sir. Well, you know you write a newspaper, and well it's been converted. It's a newspaper
0: and it's now a show. That's true. Cause well, newspapers are like dead, right? Yeah, old print. You know, like the old. We gotta evolve. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You you do, and and um. You know what's interesting is, and I think I know who you are. You're you're J Jonah. Jamison? Is that what it is? That's who I am, J. Jonah
0: Jameson of the Daily Bugle.
1: That's a lot of Js.
0: Lots of Js for a,
1: lots of fun. <laughs> what? What? What's your first? What's your first name? Who the hell goes by a middle name? J? J- J-E-H. I J-E-H. I thought it was just J. Dot. Jonah Jameson. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Expose the liars. So you've exposed the liars. That's what you're here. That's what. You're that's what having. I do in my profession, and that's what I do in my personal life. So, are you looking at this visit to Bearf? Which, by the way, are you okay with us recording this? Oh, I'm. uh You know me. I'm great in front of a camera or an audio device. Right. We don't have cameras. Here. I got a good voice. You. You have a very very powerful. It's a very powerful voice. Um, to expose Spider-Man. You're, what we need to do is we need to. Well let's take a let's take a step back, Mr. Jameson. We want to find out today why are you so obsessed with Spider-Man? I'm not obsessed with Spider-Man! Since we've been here in the last three minutes. Spider-Man! I've heard Spider-Man at least eight times. Well, he's a menace! A public enemy number one! Spider-Man does a lot of good things. Well,
0: that's your opinion. It is. But... I'm of the opinion of the opposite,
1: and I have facts to back it up! Honestly, I'm just angry. I'm angry at Spider-Man. Let's get to the root of the anger. Because maybe once we find out what the root There's of that no is... There's no root. It's just on the surface anger. Just uh, He's just a menace, a public menace. So, are you looking at this as just a, a a big megaphone for you to talk about Spider-Man being a menace? Well, I like to talk about the things I need to talk about anywhere I
0: am, you know. I shout them in the shower. Right, right. Well, My wife hates
1: me. Your wife hates you. Well, she hates my shower shoutings. I wonder, and let me guess, in this shower you're shouting about Spider-Man. Usually about Spider-Man! Do you think your wife is worried that you're a little bit too obsessed with Spider-Man, to the point where it's compromising your intimate relationships? Well, she has mentioned once or twice that uh, she thinks I may be
0: secretly in love with Spider-Man and not actually in love with her. Uh, and I, but i try to reassure her that that's not the case
1: and i yell her name what's her name Clancy Clancy that's a that's a name that's that's quite a name
0: usually a name for a horse
1: and i don't say that to her because that
0: well i did say it one time and we almost got divorced Clancy is sometimes that... i just
1: go did her parents... and that does not that does not go over well so it's Clancy's parents not like her. Her parents apparently hate the shit out of her. So when you met Clancy, yeah. When did you meet Clancy? We met back in the summer of '86. Summer of
0: '86. Yeah, oh. we were both uh, just graduated college.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and love was in the air. Mm-hmm. Spider Man wasn't around at that point, so the world was better. The world was good. You were in love with a
1: woman. Right? I was in love with a woman who had a horse's name. I wonder what that's all about because you know the horse's name Clancy. Did you did you have expectations that Clancy would be something else? Like what were you thinking when you when she, how did you meet? Did she say, "Hi, I'm Clancy. Would you take me out to like the to a dance?" Like how did it go? How did it work? Yeah,
0: no, so we were uh if I remember correctly I had just finished my degree in journalism. Right. And uh, I was working on uh, applying for a master's degree in media. Yeah. And she actually worked in the admissions department. Yeah. Of uh, UCLA, which is where I went to college. Wow. And uh, I remember turning in my papers. Yeah. And with a big hoof. <laughs> Not a horse hoof. I mean like a hoof. Like an audible sound. So she had like honey trying things. to be all horsey here. She had heavy feet. No, I, I, I turned it in with yeah. a slam of the paper on the pen, or on the, on the desk. Okay. And she
1: looked up, and she had half moon glasses on, sort of like Dumbledore. Wow. How old is Clancy? Because usually people with half moon glasses are a little older. She
0: has a very distinct style.
1: Oh, okay. So, so she, she just wanted to half. She moon. looked
0: up and she said.
1: I'm not trying to do her voice, but you know, I really don't do many other voices. Okay. You know, it's kind of my voice. But you work on Clancy. Like what does Clancy say? Clancy
0: says, "Oh, hello there. Big strong man."
1: That's at least how I remember it. It might have been slightly different. That's how you remember. And she said this in the middle of other, in front of other students? No, 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 no. This was not class. She works at the admissions desk. I okay. was handing in my
0: my my application for grad school, and she then just said, "I like the way your forearms look." And I was like, "That's kind of a weird thing to you know be obsessed with, but I do have nice forearms. They're big. They're veiny.
1: Big veins." I I, I noticed that. That's very. I impressive. don't shoot
0: webs out of my arms, though. I can tell you that. You know who does? Spider Man, and it's a menace.
1: Do you wish you shoot webs Ooh. out of your arms? Never only jay jonah it would be kind of cool
0: i don't think the i don't think the web shooting is necessarily his problem right it would be kind of cool you know if i needed to get my beer off of the counter yeah i didn't want to get up so there's some you know and then just into my hand there's some there's some practical
1: um pros and cons cons, i've made
0: it i've made it yeah you know the con is sticky
1: yeah the sticky so sticky that would that would be terrible if it's sticking to everything. Like if you if you if you have that web, I always wonder with Spider-Man, it's like I've seen it and he shoots the web and yep. then it just sort of like just goes somewhere and it never sticks to his hand and then he just kind of shoots another web. Like how how is how is that? That's why I there's part of me that doesn't even believe it. Hmm. And thinks it might just be some trick of the mind. It could be a conspiracy. I just, definitely a conspiracy. But we're here to talk about you and we're here to find out more about you uh Jay Jonah and um let's get back to Clancy that day when your life changed life changed forever so Clancy is at the admissions office at the admissions office half moon glasses short bob short bob haircut and
0: no there was a guy named
1: Bob next to her oh, short, bob short bob was bob her assistant so short bob was her assistant and so she also did have a bob okay so uh, she had a bob haircut, haircut. She had a assistant named Short Bob. What was Short Bob doing when this happened? Was he surprised that Clancy came on well, to like that? they had a
0: weird relationship. Okay. He, Short Bob was actually clipping her toenails at the time. Okay. Yeah, it was sort of a mani-pedi situation. And uh, I didn't really take a, too big of a notice to it, because I was sort of like, eh, you know, Clancy seems like she knows what she's doing.
1: That doesn't seem very hygienic.
0: No, I mean, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, sure. Yeah, but I mean, also, who knows? You know, maybe they maybe they chloroxed
1: everything before. They could have. I don't know. But short Bob was clipping Clancy's toenails. Yes. While Clancy is telling you, hey, like, "Hey, big boy, I want to be your girl." And well, and, she didn't say that exactly, but she did. She did comment on my forearms. Okay, so she commented on your forearms. Clancy sounds a rather amorous person. Like Clancy was. How very, many, very forward. How many other guys that came in there do you think Clancy said that to? Probably most. So she was just playing the odds. She was. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. She's like, I'm going to say this to every. She self- sees a lot of hot
0: college hunks coming through,
1: myself mm-hmm. included. I had some hair back then. Okay, yeah. A little I'm, bit more I'm, than I do now. I'm sure, I'm sure you were quite a, an attractive a young looker. man. They called me a looker. Yeah, yeah. So you go in there, and what were you wearing that day? Were you wearing anything fancy, I had a patterned vest. Wow. Yes. Patterned with all
0: kinds of polka dots. Okay. I also had bell-bottom jeans. In 1986. I also had some boots.
1: Okay. With a little
0: bit of fur.
1: That's... Okay. And everyone was looking at me. I'm sure they were. I mean... So Clancy noticed that all right. They actually wrote that song about me. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Not. It's supposed to be bell-bottom
0: jeans, boots with the fur, with the fur. That's what it's supposed to be. But they
1: changed it to apple-bottom jeans. Oh,
0: well. Because they got angry when I tried to claim that this song was about me.
1: Yeah. They don't want that. No. If you claim it's about you, then you get royalties. I get royalties. I deserve royalties. How do royalties even work? I've always wondered that. I think... When the money gets paid, yeah,
0: um, there's a person, yeah, who sends most likely by carrier pigeon, yeah, an envelope, mm. and a little crown royal, yeah, clearly, yeah, um, never received a crown yet, hmm. we're still waiting, yeah, bell bottom jeans, boots with a fur, that was
1: about me. Whole club was looking at me. I mean, one reason they might have been looking at you is that was out of style in 1986. You were about 10 years behind the times there, Jay, Jonah. People, I'm a trendsetter. Things come back, you know. They do. You're right. So you were basically 10 years behind or 10 years ahead. You pick. It's 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 your choice, but you were in sync with either the original or the, you know, sort of the, the retro look. But let's get back to Clancy. Clancy, my horsewife. So your horsewife, Clancy, I mean... Who would be attractive to someone named Clancy? Did Clancy have big teeth? Did Clancy have big ears? Were you expecting something a little unexpected from Clancy? Like, what? why? See, the the confusing part is if I had to compare it to an animal, Mm -hmm.
0: it would be a gerbil. Okay. Small, beady eyes. Other gerbil features. Okay. Little teeth. Not big teeth. Little teeth. She also made a sound every three seconds. Was like.
1: A gerbil is a interesting animal to compare someone ah. to because gerbils and urban legends have other things that. What? Inform me. I don't know this. Is this propaganda?
0: This sounds like some Spider Man shit.
1: This is not. Spider- what does it say? What do they say in the other cultures? Well, uh, I've heard, um, and got to keep in mind, at bare. We have to be in tune with everything. Okay. We can't... That's pretty expansive. It is. It's a it's... lot to keep
0: a track. It's a lot. I am very caught up on the news. Obviously, I
1: do the news. Well, we have to be on top of these things. We have to know what the kids are doing, what the kids were doing, and just what's happening. Drugs. Out there. They're doing drugs, I can tell you that. They're, they're, well, they may be. But when it comes to certain persuasions, gerbils have been known to be. Um, a, uh, useful, let's say, tool okay. in that. Um, so Clancy... What kind what of tool? People, well, one that people use to stimulate themselves. I, I need to make sure
0: that I'm understanding what you're saying. You're saying, in some legends, mm-hmm. what, what, gerbils are used for
1: sex. Yes, they are. What is... So that's where I'm going with this. Was Clancy, as a gerbil, used in such a way for sex? She was very sexual. Really? But I don't think it had to do anything with the fact that she looked
0: like a gerbil. She she was was...
1: sexually liberated. Did she look like a gerbil or
0: act like a gerbil, Jay? Kind of both. Okay. That's okay. Wow, I just didn't realize... I'm mean, going to have to fact-check that. I'm not you, so sure about this gerbil shit.
1: You may have to be fact-checking some things. But that's okay. We're not here to judge at Barrett. We're here to bring everything out in the open, explore it, embrace it, and enjoy it. So, Clancy, the gerbil wife... With a horse's name. The horse's name. You guys marry. Things are good. Do you have any kids? Seven. Seven, Seven children, children
0: but uh, they all ran away from home. Every single one? Yeah, at the age of six each time, it was
1: sort of a rotating cycle. Why? They hated me. I yelled too much. Y- you know, you have a very strong voice. Right, and sometimes it wasn't even yelling. I'd be like, damn it, Jerry!
0: You just spilled all the balloons and I can't stand it! And that's not
1: yelling, that's just... And I'd say, go to your room! And then they'd leave. So the six-year-olds would just walk out the door. Yeah, it was his birthday. And and where would they go? They're six. They don't have they can't even- I don't read. know!
0: They made it though, they're somewhere out in the world.
1: I mean Doing big things, I
0: hear. Did they have like that little stick They they had the they had the the pouch. Yeah.
1: Usually uh plaid. Yeah. Or red usually. Yeah, usually red. And they packed it with a ham. A ham. A whole ham. A whole ham. Did you just where did they get the hams We had the them kitchen? ready, because after about three, we figured this was going to be... You just had ham. We had, we had getaway hams in the in the fridge. What would you and Clancy do as you saw one of your six-year-olds trotting down the street with a getaway ham in their, we in their, their hobo shirts. Shirts. Okay, we, we, get the, we had a great photo collage
0: of all of our children leaving the house at age six. Side profiles, knapsacks looking tight. Did it ever occur to you to stop them? Well, we tried on the first one. Okay. The kid somehow had uh, figured out how to throw things. Okay. And uh, hit the shit out of Clancy with the ham. What? In her face. Which child was that? What was their name? Borfus.
1: Borfus. We we got better with the naming as they went on. So you started off a little rough. Borfus. Yeah, we were like, hey, Borfus. Borfus, come back. So you have six other children over there. Borfus threw the ham.
0: The ham hit Clancy and actually broke her nose. She's never recovered fully. It's actually sideways now. So she looks even worse. <laughs> My wife is beautiful, but she, she's got a fucked up nose and she kind of looks like a gerbil and she has a horse's name.
1: So Clancy gets a ham thrown at her. Big ham. By Borfus. Borfus chucks the fucking ham and... Ugh. And Borfus is gone. Ham Borfus. everywhere. Blood everywhere. Borfus left with an empty knapsack and a he, stick. You know, here's the thing.
0: He had packed a second ham. To Somehow eat. he had known that we were going to try to get him back, and so he, he 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 had a ham in the hand and a ham in the sack. And the minute I said Borfus, what are you doing? You're a stupid child. I know. Probably shouldn't use the, the the s word. Yeah. Chucked that ham in his mom.
1: Yeah. Fucked her up for life. And what? And mom. She can't eat ham she can't eat ham oh so then after Borfis hit her with a ham and every other successive child left with a ham what was she thinking she she had a phobia of ham but yet she kept buying It was this weird sensation that she needed
0: she needed to confront her trauma by buying more hams but she can't
1: eat it buying it eating it different things did she go to honey baked ham or like where would she get her hams we have a pig farm pig farm so she bought the pigs okay raised them
0: yeah slaughtered them oh my god and then made the ham well
1: carved it i don't do it
0: I, i don't get involved
1: so that's really intense so do you think that maybe clancy was a little too focused on the pig farm and the hams than the children maybe that was why they left that's a lot of effort to raise all those those pigs and slaughter them and she, she didn't was, give the pigs normal names. Like what was Sam. The, Sam. So Bill. Bill. Clarence. Clarence. Oh, that's close to Clancy. She must have been close to Clarence. She did. She didn't kill that one. Oh. She kept it in her bed. In your bed? Yeah, the pig slept at the, feet, the foot of the bed. The foot of the bed? Or where did you sleep, Jay? Let's,
0: let's, let's get
1: real. All of it. right. Frankly, I was at the foot of the bed.
0: And the pig was in my spot. This, this is... She kissed it goodnight. And then she'd say to me, you get a treat.
1: If you're good. So, so Clancy, Clancy was, was, Clancy had interesting uh, interests. And then Spider-Man came along. So, so, okay, that's a big jump. You're talking about you at your home, your wife is in bed with a pig, you're at the foot of the bed, your children have... Weird names. Your pigs have regular names, and you're conf- you're obsessed. Don't forget with that they Spider-Man. leave it. They leave house at the age of six with a ham, and that they that one the first one throws it at their mom, breaks her nose, and she keeps buying or, or slaughtering pigs to make hams. There's something going on here. I'll
0: tell you what happened. <laughs> Spider Man came along, and then she claims I get obsessed with Spider Man, and so- that I don't care about her anymore. And I say, well, Clancy... Maybe if you let me sleep in the bed, so she makes me kiss her feet, literally before I go to sleep. Does she at least wash her feet before? Definitely I sleep? not.
1: They does smell they like the pigsty. That's that's not easy. I can't imagine what that's like. So let's take a different take here, okay? Hot take. Hot take. Yeah, sure. Let's call it a hot take. We've, facts, facts, facts. We've learned about your family. You, you've got a uh, Borfus and six other kids with. Lord knows what five other kids, five other kids, okay, five other children that have names that Dwarfus,
0: Goofus, are... Toofus, Schmoofus, Galoofus, and Crufus. Why did they all have to rhyme?
1: My wife's obsessed with Snow White. So, so she kind of went the whole seven, six Dwarves thing. Was she trying for a seventh to have the seven? We were dwarves? trying for
0: a seventh. We're we're, uh, we're it's unsuccessful. You're still trying. Well. Only when she lets me sleep on the normal side of the bed, which is only every Saturday of the month. One Saturday
1: of the month. So, Jay. Only on full moons. Jay Jonah. Do you prefer Jay Jonah, Jay? What What do you prefer? Triple J! Triple J. We're going to say Triple J. So, Triple J, let's take a different angle here. Just different angle. Let's go straight to Spider-Man. Spider-Man! I, wait. wait let, take me through a typical day... For you at the newspaper at the or daily bugle at the daily bugle you what you do what do you do yep. and where does spider-man come into your day i show up 6 a.m mm-hmm. the place opens at 7. Mm.
0: i get there early so i can look through the vials from the previous day before anyone gets there mm. at seven o'clock the rest
1: of the employees show up mm. billy borfus no relation are you sure how many years ago did Borfis leave? Well, that would be 25 years now. How old is Billy Borfus? I haven't asked him, but he could be around 30. 31, 32, I don't know. Billy Borfus, that could be someone you might you know. Is it possible Billy Borfis? That Borfus feels like another session. We might Let's, let's, let's a... put that to the side. Let's kind of, let's let's stick with Spider-Man, because I think Yep. if I leave you Spider-Man, that need... mess just as is... We need to find out your obsession with Spider-Man. I mean, we've talked about Clancy. We get Clancy, the the horse-named gerbil-like wife that gets ham, slaughters pigs, sleeps with a pig, makes her husband sleep at the end of the bed, and she's trying for a seventh child to have the seven dwarves. Okay, that's Clancy. We're done with Clancy. Clancy. I, I think I think we need to move on from Clancy. We're going to go straight to Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man?
0: Obsessed.
1: That menace! Okay, so you get there at 6 a.m. Sorry, sometimes I just feel like I'm in a loop. Yeah, you you seem to be kind of stuck on this, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get you unstuck. We're trying to get you unstuck from Spider-Man.
0: Well, here's the thing, Dr. Gary Borger. Sorry. So, <laughs> here's the thing, doctor. Yes. You're a doctor. Of course. Medicine? Science? Uh, a therapy. Therapy? Okay, sure. Yes. Spider-Man came out of
1: nowhere. Claims to be good, but I've witnessed terrible things that he's done. Where's he murdered room? Mysterio. Mysterio? Why do you think Mysterio was a good guy?
0: mysterio saved a ton
1: of people from a lot of things it's on TV it was on the news I reported on it it's that may have been true but I think mysterio um you know a lot of the reports are that that was all fake fake news well you might that's have- your opinion but here's the thing okay
0: spider-man goes around unchecked No balance of power. No checks and balances. Swinging around on his little vines, doing the things he does, and has
1: no repercussions when people get hurt. So you see yourself as a check on Spider-Man. Absolutely! That gives you power. That gives you a sense
0: of... I don't know if it gives me power. It gives me authority. And it gives me respect in my communities. Maybe not at home.
1: Yeah, but in the rest of the community. In the news community, I am viewed as very reputable. By who? I mean, you're known as a tabloid journalist, I must say. Tabloids Uh, are the new networks. So all I can tell you is this. We used to have NPR in our waiting room. Janet has gotten hooked on your show. (sighs) She's now into all this tabloid stuff. Good for Janet. Yeah. Sounds like a
0: loyal patriot.
1: Janet, um, I was hoping Janet would would. I, I need to talk to her. I was I I was hoping to have a conversation with her today. She's not um, not talking to me right now. Um, because I think she's been seems kind of hard. She's been hooked on on. Does on she make her... you sleep on the foot of the bed? No, she does not. But she's focused on your propaganda, Jay. It's not J-J. propaganda! J- Janet Janet tries to control this entire office. So I guess you could say she does metaphorically make me sleep on the foot of the bed of my own resource fellowship. That's deep. Because of, of your messaging. Look what's happened. And, and you just burped freely, Triple J. You've... You've got no decorum, sir. We need to work on this. Your obsession with Spider-Man. Your spreading of rumors. Mysterio is a crackpot.
0: What does that even mean?
1: Mysterio is a fraud. That can't be true. Why do you think Spider-Man is so bad? Spider-Man's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Isn't he friendly to you? We've never interacted that much. Have you ever thought of having a conversation with Spider-Man? What if I could arrange a meeting with you and Spider-Man? What if you and Spider-Man could hash it out? Right here at the center, at the fellowship, whatever we call it.
0: We'd duke it out! I'd fight him! I'd punch him in the masked face and then take his mask off and reveal to the world that he's Peter Parker. Well,
1: that already could happen. How do you know he's Peter Parker?
0: I'm not really 100% sure where we are in the MCU timeline during this episode, so uh, I think so.
1: I have a hunch. You have a hunch of who Spider-Man really is. I do. A menace to society. A menace to society. I mean, you know, but maybe if you got to know that menace, you would see that that menace is not such a menace after all. Are we talking about Spider-Man or are we talking about me? I think we're talking about the man in the mirror first. Maybe Triple J. Maybe Triple J is the one that sees himself as a menace. Sees himself as a danger to society. Public enemy number one. Public enemy number one. Of my own home. Of his own home. Seven children. Getting six, a, six children. Working on a seventh. Working on a seventh. Thirty pigs. Thirty pigs. A a Clancy the wife who is of questionable moral character. Maybe we really need to work on Triple J taking yourself out of that negative environment. My and home or my work or what? I think you need a total detox, Triple J. What does that look like? That looks like you taking a step back from your, your media career, your home. Telling Clancy to just, you know, go take a powder, Clancy. I'm gonna I'm and gonna work on Triple J Clancy. Clip clap, Clancy, I'm going to encourage you to tell Clancy, that's it. I'm Triple J. I'm a person and I'm of value and I'm going to work on me. And when you get through this, you're going to come out the other side and you will be your friendly neighborhood Triple J. That's not what I see. That's a lot to take in, but
0: I don't necessarily think you're wrong.
1: Yes, yes. This is an intake session, so there's more to come. We 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 think you you are a potential candidate for numerous sessions here at BEARF. Um When 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 we're concluded here, I think you know I'd like you to you know fill out the proper pay, paperwork with Janet. Now my big question to you is, do you actually know
0: Spiderman? Or are you just pulling my leg?
1: Triple J, I can't I can't give away that kind of information. I may or may not know. It's, it would be against the oath I take as a resource fellow to tell you if I knew or didn't know Spider-Man. I don't like that answer, but I'll accept it. We're not here to give the answers you like. We're here to give answers that your soul will love. What a catchphrase. Very That's... impressed by that it is and and on that note um i'd like to thank you triple j you've been a remarkable guest we've learned a lot we look forward to working with you more in the future i don't know if i'm gonna be back but sure (laughs) well well i think i think it would do you some good so please come back to us at Baerf and and thank you again Fuck off okay thanks